This episode of the Press Row Podcast is brought to you by Out of the Park Developments, makers of Out of the Park Baseball 19 and Franchise Hockey Manager 5, both of which are on sale today for 75% off. That's right, during the Steam Winter Sale, which runs from now through January 3rd, you can get Out of the Park Baseball 19 for just $4.99. $4.99, that is 75% off. And you can get Franchise Hockey Manager for just $9.99. That's also 75% off during the Steam Winter Sale. These are the two best versions of these games that we've ever made. As, as you know, Out of the Park Baseball 19 and its perfect team mode is brand new and has completely taken our community on by fire. We are so excited about it. So check it out today. The Steam Winter Sale is on. Out of the Park Baseball 19, just $4.99. Franchise Hockey Manager 5, just $9.99. Check it out. And thank you, everybody, and enjoy the show. We are. We've made it through another year somehow. It is the end of 2018, so we always get back together with a few of our friends here. Rich Grisham, you're here with me as usual, but we've also got a couple of our buddies, TJ Lowerman, that sports gamer. We got Daniel Basil, Uber YouTuber, Uber U- Twitch. I don't know how that is pronounced. He can clarify later. But Rich, how you doing, man? Been a few weeks since we've talked. I'm doing great. I'm uh, it's the holiday season. Uh, we are wrapping presents for my son, which is exciting. He's going to have a really great Christmas this year with some surprises uh, and and things like PSVR and a cool gaming Ooh, laptop. You... So it's good to be it's good to be my son this Christmas. I'll tell you that you're jumping into VR, huh? If there's yes. the, all the hesitation and uh, you're not worried about all those cords and. No, I, I wouldn't say I'm worried about it, but, you know, I got it for an, the amazing deal. It's the one that comes with uh, Astrobot and Moss, mm. which I, uh, you know, our good friend Matt Piscatella has been saying uh, that Astrobot is the game of the year for months. And that's what I've heard. I've, I've heard nothing but great stuff yeah. about it. So I'm super excited to try it. Very, very excited to try it. It was $200 for the whole thing, plus the two games. Uh, it's the second version, so it's got a little bit uh, less wires and a little bit better version of it. And I have a PS4 Pro, which should give you the best thing. So, yeah, we're we're going to do VR, and I'm excited about it because there's enough out there to try it. I'm not, I don't think it's going to become like this, you know, thing that just I become immersed in. But I think it's a thing that's going to be fun. So, yeah, it's it's a great time of the year, and of course one of my favorite thing to do every year is this show, the sports game of the year show, the press podcast sports game of the year show, the people who make these games and the people who play these games, listen to this show and they care what we say. And that's awesome. So yeah, what you're saying, Rich is uh, the gamers choice awards and the game awards. You're out of here. Here's what matters. It's the press row podcast sports game of the year. Uh, because, Hey, Everybody who contributes to the voting on this, they care about the sports games. They play them. They keep watch on them pretty much every day of the year. It's not like a lot of places that will cover a sports game for a review and then come back to it 12 months later uh, or just on the periphery of gaming as they focus on uh, other genres. 
sports games do not get much recognition. I don't, I don't even know was the sports at the game awards was the sports game even announced uh, during the show uh, or uh, at least given uh, airtime. I'm not sure, uh, but it wasn't really a sports game category anyway. I mean, it had Mario Tennis and Forza Horizon. It's a racing you think tennis is not a sport. We, you can ask Rich. We don't believe Mario Tennis was a tennis game. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't believe it was a sports game. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so whatever, debate all that all we want. We've had some of that discussion before. Uh, but let's let's just go. TJ, you you popped in there for a minute. How you been? Uh, we are you know wrapping up another year. It's always fun to have you back on the podcast. Uh, sharing your thoughts on everything, especially since you focus on a couple sports usually each year. You have a, a couple of your favorites, but it seemed like you branched out a little more this year. Eh, you know, I tried to dabble in everything this year, as most years, but it was just a very weird year for me in sports gaming. I kind of fell back on some old reliables, kicked some old reliables to the curb, and didn't really get sucked into anything new. It was kind of a weird year this year, I think. Yeah, you know, we, we've lamented that uh, the kind of uh, the whole landscape of sports gaming and the contraction within the genre. Uh, and I, it wasn't a particularly strong year for kind of originality. Uh, we had some good independent sports games, I thought. Uh, some Some unique ones. Uh, but uh, I think it was stronger in the past few years uh, anyways. But uh, yeah, it, you have your your kind of core group of five or six, those AAA sports games that are that are league backed and uh, they get a lot of resources and they, they sell a lot of copies and they make a lot of digital revenue. Uh, but the variety that we've had. Uh, in the past isn't quite there. So I think that's, you know, that's something we all struggle with uh, to an extent. Uh, Daniel Basil, welcome back. Good to have you back on the podcast. How you been? Yes, yeah, been uh, been great. Thanks for having me back. Um, like I said before, this is absolutely probably my favorite show of the year, quite possibly my favorite podcast. And you guys inviting me on, um, I feel like I finally made it. Like this is the... <laughs> This is the Super Bowl. This is the World Cup final of sports gaming podcasts. Uh, this is the Nathan's hot dog eating championship mm. on the 4th of July of sports gaming podcasts. So I, I'm really uh, excited, feel really blessed to be on this show with you guys. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing well. Uh, I've been pretty busy. As I mentioned before, I really went back, got really back into soccer this year. Um, so ever since the World Cup, I started playing again. Uh, my son showed some interest in playing as well. So I've now enrolled him into a team, which I've started coaching somehow, some way. I don't know how that happened, but I kind of fell into mm. that. So it's been a very busy time for me lately. But yeah, I'm excited to uh, talk some sports games here tonight. So Rich, should we set up how our sports game of the year uh, award is tabulated? Yes. Who contributes, things of that nature. Do you want to go through that? I think that's a great idea. And uh, by the way, I want to say for the record, I completely disagree. I think this year was an amazing year for sports games, Brian, with lots of original stuff and lots of great experiences. Okay. Sure. Just okay. want to make sure I say uh, that. But yes, I think uh, 
I think it's a very good idea to let everybody know. And uh, I mean, I'll, you can you can handle the details, but basically we reach out to great friends of the show and we ask them for each of their top three games in order, counting down from three to two to one. And then we put those all together and there's point values uh, ascribed to the three, the two and the one. And ultimately the team that gets the, excuse me, the game that gets the most points wins. Right, Brian? Do I have that right? That is right. So, so a first place vote, Comes out, it gets three points. Uh, a second place vote gets two. Third place vote gets one. And then we combine that, of course, with everybody who has uh, contributed their own personal votes for this year. And uh, I add that up and reveal it on the show. I'm the only one who knows the results at this point. That's something uh, I think we've enjoyed doing in the past, uh, revealing yes. it and then getting instant reactions. Uh, because it's it's... It's not always pre- totally predictable. I think we always have an idea of what game or two has the best chance of making it in. But I'll tell you, there is always a good variety of, of picks from uh, from our panel of experts here. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad we could get TJ on and Daniel on and, of course, you, Rich. Because of the three of you each have an uh, interesting thing that ties in with with the different votes and the different results that... that uh, you know, played out here and then also just you know i took some notes on things compared to the past and and things of that nature that i just found interesting um but if we go back to our previous winners so we've had a, a pretty diverse group of winners just in the last three years so if you want to go back to, to 2015 we'll say uh nba 2k 16 won that year and that's still i i look at that as probably the best sports game of the generation uh in in my opinion at least uh, MLB The Show 16 followed that up in 2016 uh, with the win. And then last year we had for the first time ever a split decision where Madden NFL 18 and MLB The Show 17 tied. And I'm not particularly fond of either one of, the, <laughs> either one of those. Uh, so I, I don't always agree with the winners here. Uh, but uh, but that's that's how it played out last year. And, and it was interesting to come away with a tie. Uh, and uh, we'll see if anything like that happens again this year. Mm. Um, yeah, before we get to it, though, let's talk a little bit about our overall feelings. Because, Rich, you mentioned you you love this year. Yes. I personally, I personally feel it was one of the, I'm not going to say worst years. I think it was one of the most dull years in sports gaming uh, history. There wasn't a whole wow. lot of innovation. Uh, of course, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of originality. Uh, and, and that oh. just kind of comes. See, you're gonna you're gonna pull out, Rich. I know you're gonna pull out specific modes from specific games, right? That that's where you're going, and that's totally understandable. But I think as a whole, it, it suffered. Uh, the genre suffered for that. And uh, I, I just mentioning one person who who sent in their ballot for us, Cat Bailey of US Gamer, uh, who could not make it on for the recording. Uh, I was just gonna share her opinion which was pretty much in line with mine, which she said it's been a, a weak year for sports games. Even all the major ones were critically flawed in some way. Uh, and I, I don't disagree with that. I think there's a flaw with every game. That's that's true of every year, though. But uh, I think they were a little more glaring this year. I mean, you can look at the NBA 2Ks and say it's still the currency uh, way it influences the game. And Rich, you'll, you'll tell me that you don't play those modes, right? Uh, so it, it's not going to apply to everyone uh, any it, it's very personal these these opinions about these games and and uh what we all enjoy personally um 
so there's not, not, not a right or wrong answer to this. Uh, I just felt it was a, a bit of a down year uh, after a couple couple that were really strong. Um, TJ, you like you talked about a little earlier, you you dabbled in a bunch of them. And and how do you feel at the end of the year about where things are? Yeah, nothing really jumped out at his, out at me as like, this is the sports game this year that you have to play all the time and turn it on every single night and have fun with it. Uh, yeah. And there were some really big names this year that just really disappointed me, uh, mainly in their online play, which is sometimes the only way I want to play those games. And there was like a real step back in a couple, uh, a couple big name franchises that I don't want to name because I don't want to mess up our lists going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I found myself going back to a game on my list that I will talk about more, but it was a <laughs> game that I had not been in love with for a while or, well, roughly uh, 18 years probably by now. And uh, now I play it almost daily, every couple days. Um, but yeah, I I just didn't find anything out there that just, just grabbed me and was like, you must play this right now. Right. Uh, I, I think there were also a number of promising games that that really disappointed. Whether that's uh, the te- all three tennis games, uh, we were all excited. I think we all had some level of excitement for tennis coming back after many years away. Uh, tennis World Tour, AO Tennis, and, and the the Mario Tennis, and none of them delivered. the The first two really were major uh, major bombs. Um, and then like NBA Playgrounds too, we really didn't need another. NBA playgrounds one year after the first. Uh, so it was, that's where, again, uh, some of the variety I was looking for uh, didn't really deliver on Daniel, your thoughts. I mean, I think we, last time you were on, I think we had a discussion on how we weren't really uh, loving everything that was happening at the time, or we weren't uh, you know, uh, thrilled by, by the state of things, but uh, how, you know, how do you look at it now? Yeah, overall, I think it was a, Personally, for me, it was a good year as far as games and sports games were concerned. But it was a, a little bit of an odd year for me also. Sort of like TJ mentioned, um, I've kind of revisited some old games. Um, I didn't play some of my traditional sports games that I usually always play a ton of this year. Or if I did, not until late in the year. To Whereas I, before, I was like a launch day kind of guy. So it was a little bit different for me uh, from that aspect. Um, and I will agree with you that the, the tennis category was rather disappointing. Uh, we were all excited. I, I think we all are for a good tennis game. And really the best tennis game this year was Mario Tennis. And it's really, I consider it more <laughs> of a fighting game than a tennis game. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that category for sure was a little bit lackluster in my opinion. But there is a lot of other really good games. And as you mentioned, I think none were without flaws i think there was a lot of games that had flaws this year some rather glaring more glaring than others maybe but all in all i still found found a lot of enjoyment out of some of those games even the ones with with the flaws so um Mm -hmm. for me i didn't think any of the games really took a massive step back really I, i i i still think some improved on certain things maybe just they didn't take the leaps and bounds that we maybe anticipated or hoped for. So that's kind of my view on it this year. 
yeah, it just felt a little flat, right? And that's that's okay. Like I, I felt that there were a lot, of, uh, not a lot. There were a handful of really good sports games this year. Uh, there were many adequate sports games this year. Uh, there were not many terrible sports games this year, but there's also not many games other than those main ones, which are probably never going to be terrible. Uh, but Rich, I know you're you're far more positive on things. I want to hear you sell your perspective, uh, given what I've been talking about and Cat and and the others to an extent that it wasn't really a traditionally strong year uh, for the category. It was a fantastic year for the category. There is so much value there are so many different ways to play different games you can spend what is ea access for a year brian 40 uh, bucks 30 50 bucks 30, 30 bucks i don't know i literally don't know and you can play 40 or 50 hours of the ea sports games without having to pay anything else for that you can play hockey you can play basketball you can play football you can play soccer uh, if you've got one of the subscription services, there are dozens of sports games, racing games, all sorts of stuff. The amount of incredibly great content that sports game fans have available to them now, both current this year as well as over the last three, five, seven years, is like nothing anyone has ever seen. It's this, it's it's this, it's funny how I don't ever hear anyone talk about it. But there's so much value that can be had in so many different ways. And the quality of the AAA sports games is, in my opinion, when I play the games, fantastic. I play FIFA. I play NBA 2K. I play Pro Evolution. I play a little bit of NHL. I have fun playing all of them whenever I'm playing them. And most of the time, I'm just playing on my own in a couple of different modes. I'm I'm astounded. Yes, I mean, are there dozens of innovative modes coming every single year? No, but my goodness, these are already operating within the constraints of being a simulation of the sport in which they are licensing, right? That's, you know, there's only so much you can even do. You have to be true to the sport. And we didn't even mention the golf club which several people that I know love and play all the time, which now mm -hmm. has the PGA license and is a really, really groundbreaking title as far as how it integrates online play and social play and solo play. There's so much great sports game content available today, more than ever. I am astounded that anybody is, isn't anything other than <laughs> delighted. I, I, I do agree with a lot of what you just said. I, I think when you when you get into the games, there is far more you can do within them, or, or you can you know lock on to your certain favorite modes, like you do, Rich, and you ignore the, uh, what's going on with the rest, and and that's great. You get um, you get to you get really sunk into the the experience in there. Uh, and there's again, yeah, you're right. It, it can appeal to different people in different ways, whether it's playing with the team building modes or a, a traditional franchise mode or the single player career mode or, or, or the story modes. Uh, there's, there's a lot you can, you can do now. It's different. You mentioned the, uh, the, the subscriptions and that's great. You do. If we're talking about that, that really does make things a lot better if you're getting these, because 
most people cannot afford to buy every sports like game that comes out, obviously. Nor should uh, anybody, right? Nor do they have no the time to, to play. Exactly. That many. Right. Exactly. Um, so that gives you the opportunity to play uh, a handful of them. I didn't even mention PlayStation game. Now, by the way, which has probably the most of any of them. Uh, yeah. I have PlayStation Now, too. I subscribe to it. It's amazingly good. Forgot to mention yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of options, different ways to play now, and that's great. Uh, so, so you're right. I mean, I, I think it's fair the way you look at it too. Uh, I just, I, I'm not sure if the, the excitement was there. Like I, I still, I'm baffled by how you play the same modes, uh, well, but I, every year, right. That, like, that don't I, change very much. But the, uh, the NBA 2K, my story this year was amazing. I loved it. It was oh, great. If you love to, you love to read rich. No, no, I'm not talking about the my GM with all the with oh, all okay. the words. I'm talking about, you know, whatever that was called. You know, where you're the dude who you know is you're talking about China. my career. Yeah, yeah, whatever that is. That was great. I loved it. It was silly, but it was very no. That was production, and it was fun, and it was yeah. really original. It was absolutely way better than the the year before. Yes, no doubt about that. way better than any. Really. And then, you know, you still continue to have the journey in in FIFA. You had another uh, crack at uh, Longshot and Madden. They are trying things, man. Again, I, you know, I just can't disagree more with with you. But, I, you know, I respect where you're coming from. I just I'm I'm just completely on the other side. I'd like to take just a moment here to thank our great sponsor of tonight's show, Wizard Pins. Wizardpins.com is the easiest way to create custom pins with your logo or design. Once you upload your design, Wizard Pins will send you a free virtual mock-up of your pin. They can work with any design from hand-drawn sketches to professional design files, and they provide unlimited art revisions until until you're completely satisfied. Wizard Pins can create pins of any size or shape for any occasion, and their excellent customer service team will help you select the style that's best for you. All the pricing is listed clearly on their site. No waiting for a quote, no hassle, no hidden fees. Wizard Pins offers free shipping and the fastest turnaround in the industry. Some items can be made in as little as two days. Wizard Pins is perfect for small or large businesses, nonprofits, armed forces, professional organizations, and more. And they also make custom challenge coins, keychains, and race medals. Uh, I got a, a whole set of these pins delivered to me uh, so they could show me what they're about, and they're, they're so cool. And I was really excited because one of the pins they had was this little like little mini old-school Game Boy pin, and I gave it to my son, who got a huge kick out of it. He loves retro games as well as new games, like you know any, any kid. <laughs> he loves all video games. But it was just a really fun thing, and they have all kinds of different pins, like from all different shapes and sizes, doing all sorts of stuff. Wizardpins.com is legit. Really good stuff. So do 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 yourself a favor. Head to wizardpins.com and enter the code PRESSROW to get 20% off your first order. That's legit, 20% off. That's the code PRESSROW, P-R-E-S-S-R-O-W, for 20% off your first order at wizardpins.com. These things are really good. They're really fun, and they're a unique way for you to share cool things with your friends or your clients or your employees or your customers or all sorts of different cool things that you can do. So go check it out. Wizardpins.com. The code of PRESSROW gets you 20% off. Yeah, and that's fine. If we always agreed, this would be a very boring what, show. What fun would that be? Exactly. <laughs> all right. So let's let's talk. Uh, well, let's get let's start revealing. How about we start revealing? Um, let's do it. The number three sports game of 2018. Uh, do 
I don't do. Should we do guesses or should I just go go ahead and reveal it? What do you think, Rich? I think you should just go ahead and reveal All it. Right. All right. Uh, there is a tie at number three. Mm. Okay. Uh, and it's a pair of EA sports games. And it includes the first appearance, I believe, maybe, maybe ever. I did not fully research this, I will admit it, but I think it might be the first appearance for one of uh, EA Sports franchises in our top three of the, the end-of-year awards. Uh, the third spot in, in the rankings goes to FIFA 19 and NHL 19. Uh, so wow. NHL... Yeah, NHL has been on the rise, and this is something I noticed when I posted those those Metacritic scores over the years, that while most of the games are flat, Metacritic-wise, again, we're not saying a game is what its Metacritic is, but NHL is obviously coming from a, a, a lower floor, which is you can't really get any lower than NHL 15, uh, but it is now really up with the rest it's kind of i think it's being perceived as along with the with the top sports games and this so it's first appearance there ties with fifa 19 which has consistently been in the mix uh obviously the the biggest spell uh selling sports game in the world uh and is it's you know generally well received i know there are gripes i know there are gameplay gripes and uh fifa uh fifa i know tj I may have seen some recently retweeted by you or mentioned by you, but um, FIFA and NHL come in at number three. Uh, let's get some reactions. Uh, Daniel, you start. Yeah, so I'm surprised. I'm uh, actually surprised that NHL was as high as it was, and I'm a bit surprised that FIFA was as low as it was. I guess I thought mm. maybe it could slide into the number two spot. For some people, um, I did not play NHL this year, and I I, I own it, and I <laughs> I feel really bad about saying this, but I never actually gave it a chance, and I feel really bad about it because um, I've always enjoyed the NHL franchise, and I played it last year, and I I liked it then. Um, this year was just I don't know, it just didn't. Uh, I, there was so much other stuff for me to play that I just it kind of fell by the wayside um but i do respect all the people that vote on this a great bunch so i i i shall uh i shall revisit that i shall have it i mean i have it on the ps4 installed and ready to go i just need to give it a chance um because i know they have been improving um are we talking about our personal what's on our lists or um because i did uh not Let's wait. Sure. We're we're gonna okay. do want... personal later. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Okay. I don't want to spoil that. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm I'm a bit surprised at, at both of those actually. Um. But like I said, I'm I kind of going into it blind as I never played NHL this year. I need to revisit that ASAP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, NHL really improved improved its gameplay, especially this year. That's something I have recognized. Uh, seems to be widespread sentiment on that. Uh, it NHL in the voting it did receive. Uh, it peaked at second place, uh, received two second place votes uh, from Chris Jardine and Owen Good. And then it was sprinkled in in third on a couple others. Uh, so it so it did pretty well. I mean, it got good representation there, I think. And, and then FIFA. Yeah, FIFA is uh, uh, let's let me take a quick look here. It, FIFA was left off a handful of ballots, got uh, first on one ballot and. Uh, I think it had a couple let's see 
had a couple seconds and a third in there. So, uh, but they they basically, yeah, they come out essentially the same. But you're right, uh, Daniel. I think FIFA. I think generally people might have thought that would finish higher and NHL maybe lower, uh, but we see them converging there uh, for different reasons. And maybe FIFA is just a little fatigue and NHL is a little fresher because of that. I don't know. TJ, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree uh, with everything so far. Uh, NHL definitely, definitely on the come up. Uh, I think next year I'm definitely going to dive into that a lot more uh, than I did this year. I played a little bit of it and I really did like what I saw. But again, nothing that was like, I must keep playing this all year long. Uh but I feel like it is getting to that spot where I feel like in the late double O's, uh, it was getting really good. And I think it's starting to creep back into that level of quality. Uh, so I think next year is going to be a really big year for that game. If they can keep put, putting it together. Uh, FIFA, FIFA was one of those games that I just really thought took a huge step back, especially in the, mm. the online gameplay this year. Uh, and yes, you definitely did see me retweeting some stuff like, uh, like when you play online, they turn off handballs. Oh, uh, is that so, what that one was? Wasn't that yeah, a competition though? Yes, that was at a tournament and the goalie came out, came out of the whole, I don't know what the big box is called. Uh, it came out of there, slid to block a shot and it's called, uh, the big box, the big box yeah, <laughs> came out of the big box and, uh, slapped the ball away with his hand. Uh, which and I guess, which a goalie cannot do outside of that box. Yes. Yeah. And then I think they just ended up calling it like a slot, just like a regular foul. It was a corner or something, wasn't it? Or was it? A, yeah, it was a just a regular kick. foul. You're right. But yeah. It, I think the way it's supposed to work is the goalie gets a red card <laughs> and yeah. maybe get a penalty kick for that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but yeah, the, I feel like the online gameplay in that is just like extremely stale and uh, as an ultimate team player, I feel like the ultimate team content has been really poor this year. And, it's, uh, it's very confusing to me. I'm I'm an ultimate team guy all the way, just like you, TJ. Um, I really tried to sink my teeth into it. It's very confusing to me. And I, it could just be me. I, it probably is just me. But um, they have all these uh, things where you trade in players, trade in full squads to get like a pack and stuff. And I just, I never really understood it. I, I don't know. Madden to me is very straightforward as far as like playing solo challengers. You earn this, that, and that. And it really lays it out. And I, FIFA was very confusing to me this year with the ultimate team. Yeah, ever since they added all that squad builder stuff, it seems like yeah for for people that are spending a lot of money and doing a lot of stuff, it seems okay. But for I think people that are just trying to grind it out and right blow a lot of money, big, it's that was my big thing. So wait a minute. So let me get this straight. I have to trade in eleven of my players at a certain tier to get like a singular pack with five cards in it or whatnot. Now, to me, that was very like confusing and maybe I'm just not doing it right. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think one of the ones from, from last week was like trade in a team that had an 85 or 11 players that had an 85 overall like team rating to get an 82 rated card. I'm like that, that, that math don't check. <laughs> and maybe if the gameplay was better and I wanted to be playing more, I would try to learn it all, but it's that, that game's really lost me. And that was, and FIFA is one of those series, like the last, if you added up my FIFA hours from like FIFA 10 
to now, it's probably by far uh, the most of a sports game I've played. And this year is probably the least I've ever played it. Hmm. It's weird because FIFA uh, doesn't didn't really change in this regard. But to me, we talked about this on a, on a previous show. It's it's the probably the only sports game I feel I can go online and just play random people and not be completely irritated by it. Um, I still enjoy the online. Uh, maybe it's because I'm just mediocre and I don't expect to win necessarily. And I, I'll take a draw and be happy with it. Uh, not really competing on a, on a different type of level or, or as we talked about before, I'm not putting money into ultimate team and then, you know, sacrificing my time and money uh, to play online. Uh, so, I mean, it could just be a different, different approach to it, but I still enjoy it. And I thought FIFA was really good in the sense that with the presentation, of course, and the atmosphere, which is something that still hooks me to this day and uh, the champions league and everything they did really well. Um, and it's still a pretty good franchise mode in there. So it's, you know, I still, I still liked it, but I, I totally can see why from the other end of things, you guys maybe, maybe didn't feel the same way. Rich, uh, FIFA and NHL. So I echo Uber in that I am surprised FIFA is this low and I am surprised that NHL made the list. Now you mentioned something interesting. I don't think we said earlier. So it's not just the four of us voting. Oh, you also have Owen Good and you have Chris Jardine. Is there anyone else on the list, by the way? Cat Bailey. Okay, because Cat, well, yeah, sort of, as we'll talk oh, yeah, about. Her, yeah, her list. Um, yeah. You know, so NHL is clearly on the list because Chris Jardine is Canadian and he's just <laughs> legally obligated. Uh, what's funny <laughs> is the reason that I have not played as much NHL is because of Chris, because he made some pretty clear points about how the game changed from when it launched until recently. So I played some, had some fun. I'm not going to tell you that it blew me away, but I certainly played some, but I played it all through EA Access. And uh, I just don't see and hear a lot of chatter about it. Now, I might not be looking or listening in the right places, but That's in the a places... smaller, smaller game too. smaller. Right, right, base. right, right. right. So um, there was nothing that that uh, I, I did not enjoy when I was playing NHL. Uh, you know, one of the I played more NHL last year than I had in years. And one of the reasons was that the, was that the Devils were really good last year and the Devils are back to being terrible again this year. And that just has me down a little bit. Um, so right. uh, on, I'm waiting on the for, NHL, that contributed. Yeah, so, I'm waiting I'm for what? What's that? Waiting for NHL like what? 22 when the Seattle team is in. Well, there then you go. I mean, then I'm on board. <laughs> I know you're you got to be. I know you're excited about that. Right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great yeah. news. Yeah, so I'm happy sure. that NHL is making it back. Uh, I'm like everyone else who played it forever. I've probably played every version ever, uh, not just the EA games, but all the back in the day, the 2K games and, and stuff too. So it's great. I'm happy it's there. I'm surprised, but uh, good, good on the NHL team. Um, FIFA is great the way that I play it. I love it. I'm playing it every day. Um, I'm playing as a, you know, in a career mode, I've taken Everton, I've completely rebuilt them and I have uh, played a complete first season and I was doing really well. I was top of the table or near the top of the premier league all year long. And just the last couple, two or three matches, I stumbled, had a loss, had a draw, and, you know, if you want to win the Premier League, you got to win almost all the games. <laughs> you know, it's really hard to win the Premier League. 
uh, especially when you're Everton, even though I did go out and get like three or four good, you know, three or four world-class players over the course of the year that Everton would never get in, in the real world. Um, but then in going into the last match, I had to just get a draw against Tottenham Hotspur uh, or a win, obviously. But if I could have just gotten a draw, I would have finished in third place and would have made the Champions League, which is licensed in the game, by the way. Um, unfortunately, I lost and I finished in fifth place out of the Champions League, which is, you know, not only prestigious, but a lot of money that I didn't get too. So I headed into the next year and now I'm, I'm a couple of months in a co- and a transfer uh, window into the second year. And I'm, I'm really building up a nice second squad so I can try to go in that European, the Europa League, which is the lower league. It's for the fifth and sixth place clubs of, uh, and, and like third and fourth in some of those smaller leagues around Europe. And uh, going to try to win the Carabao Cup because I got a good second squad and I got a, a killer first squad. All of my guys are uh, in you know, 82, 83 or above. And I got a couple of like 86s. I've just, you know, it, it's a completely preposterous Everton club. You know, un- unless they start spending like a Chelsea or a Liverpool, they would never put anything like that together. But I'm having a blast with FIFA. It's so great from a single-player standpoint. And again, when you're playing the Premier League and FIFA, the licensing that they have, the, the presentation, playing in all the real stadiums with all the real teams and the real everything, it's just fantastic. The only thing that's really no good is the commentary. Um, and you know me, I'm really not a commentary guy, but it's really shockingly uh, dry. Um, you know, and, and pales a comparison to what we'll talk about a little later on. But I, I love FIFA. And even, I'm like you, Brian. Every once in a while, I'll just hop online and play a quick match. And I don't get crushed. You know, I, I can't even think about playing online in Madden. I'm just, that would be ridiculous. I can't play online in NHL. <laughs> I'll get, you know, a, it won't even be a contest. But in, in FIFA, you know, I'm not going to win. But I might get a draw every once in a while. I'm not, like, going to get embarrassed. Mo, mo, not a lot, anyway. So... I'm a big fan of FIFA this year. Big fan. Even if you get embarrassed, it's only 15 to 20 minutes. Exactly. So. It's over and done with. You yeah. got it. And I love playing friends online in FIFA because you just automatically get these little mini two or three match tournaments, you know, like your online friendlies and stuff, which are just great. You know, it keeps track of your wins and losses and you win little trophies. You know, it's awesome. I love that. I know that's not new, but I still love it anyway. Yeah. All right. How about we get to number two? Uh, and this for the uh, this will this will not be a surprise to people who follow the the press row podcast, but probably outside of that it would be uh, the, the number two game for 2018 is Super Mega Baseball Two. This is a this is a sequel to the game, of course, came out in 2015, which also made our top three. I don't remember. I think it was number three though that year, but it had really strong support from the Polygon crew. <laughs> who gave it yep. their, their top sports game of the year. Uh, and it was definitely worthy of, of recognition back then. And Super Mega Baseball 2 obviously expanded on everything that game did well while adding a, a, a bunch of quality features. And, uh, you know, it just uh, sat, people who give it a chance, I think, found it really satisfying. Obviously, they added the, the customization and things of that nature to really take things to another level. And uh, it, it just goes to show, again, here's an independently developed game, uh, digital only, 
and uh, and it's it's the people it reaches uh, really really come to love it. And it's just you know there's obviously a barrier there. It's not MLB licensed, and and it still has you know a little bit of a cartoony look, although it's a lot better than the first. And uh, some people have trouble getting over that uh, and and finding it because of that. But otherwise, you know, really really fun game. Really brings the spirit of of arcade style games. But that again. It's really not an arcadey game. It, it's far more of a simulation, especially if you mess with the uh, uh, super great feature called Ego that that adjusts the difficulty for pitching and hitting and and all that uh, to your to your own liking for your own personal challenge. And uh, you know, it, it showing up at second just goes to show uh, that it's a really strong effort. Uh, TJ, you're you're a baseball guy. Talk to me about Super Mega Baseball 2. I, I don't think it was on your list, though, was it? It was not. Didn't we also give it, like, Rookie of the Year when it came out? I it like won we... the Rookie of the Year that yeah. year, yes. I think that was the same year as, uh, like, Rocket League, because you guys wanted to oh, that was a sports game for some reason. It was a sports game, TJ. You're calling Mario Tennis not a tennis game, but Rocket League is a sports game. <laughs> by the way, by the way... Super Mega Baseball 2 received a first plate vote from Chris Jardine. Sounds like something he would do. Uh, a couple <laughs> second place votes uh, and a third place vote, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, I played it a little bit here again. It was very good. Uh, you know, but again, nothing nothing like jumped out at me. Like I played it on uh, PC a bit and played a little bit on the Xbox and I had fun when I played it, but it wasn't something that was like making me run back to it every day. Hmm. But fun online play. And if you want to play with play. someone, yeah, yeah. When did remember that time we played? Exactly, because we never played. Yeah. <laughs> when did was the last time your friend hit you up and said, "Hey, we should play some Super yeah. Mega Baseball"? We so you, that's you, me, and uh, Pete Dodd played. Brian, right? We played some, yeah, and we it was super all, fun. Not only was online added, but the co-op, which you could not that's not right. just online co-op, but you could play through like a, your your offline season with somebody else. It was great. I I. I have played and thoroughly enjoyed Super Mega Baseball 2. We love uh, Scott Drader and the Metalhead Software guys. They're great friends of the show. TJ and I have met them in person. Uh, big fans. I'm so happy for them. This is great. It's a wonderful game. It's an absolutely wonderful game, right? Depending upon what you're doing and your mood and what you feel like playing, it may or may not strike your fancy every time. But when you play the game, you will be having fun. There, there's no time that I was playing that game that I wasn't enjoying it from a, a, a bunch of different levels, right? Like one of the cool things with the co-op, right? It was three of us, but yet two of us were on one team and one was on the other. And it just worked seamlessly. Like sometimes I'd pitch, sometimes I'd hit. And it was great. You know, you can name all the different guys on your team, guys and girls, right? Like so you can you can put all your friends on there and stuff like that. There's There's really good mechanics. There's really good pitching mechanics really imaginative and well done hitting as well and then you know as you mentioned the ecosystem which you can really adjust in to 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 to, in a lot of different ways not just to change the game but also to change the awards that you make super mega baseball 2 is very worthy of being number two i'm really happy that it's on here and i hope everybody plays it because a lot of you people will like it daniel did you get any time with super mega baseball 2 I did. I did. Not as much time as I would have liked to, but um, unlike the third place uh, games where I was rather surprised, I'm not surprised at this at all because it is a great game and the gameplay is so tight in this. 
Um, much like a game that's really high on my list, we'll probably talk about that a little later. But um, just like Rich said, depending on your on your mood or what you're into, you can really sink your teeth into this game and really get into it. And I can totally see how this uh, has a sports game of the year um, written all over it for certain people. It's just uh, for me personally, it fell victim to all this other stuff that I'm playing once again. And in a way, it proves Rich's point that there was a lot of really good sports games this year. I mean, number three and number two had games on the list that I barely played, but I could totally see how they would make the list. So, um, yeah, Super Mega Baseball is a great game. I didn't play it nearly as much as I would have liked to this year, but um, it's still there. I still have it. I can always jump back into it, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So. Um, yeah, kudos to them. They make a great game. They really do. All right. Do we want do we want to hit the number one game, Rich, or what should we do? I think we go number one, and then we all reveal our. We can reveal. Yeah, we can reveal after, and we will. Uh, we'll talk about the games that that didn't make it, uh, and some of the other things that I noted uh, from the results. So the. Sports game of the year for 2018 from the, the Press Rope podcast goes to NBA 2K19. That is the correct choice. It's the predictable choice, right? It's the right it was, choice. It, it, I, I think most people would probably agree. Now, NBA 2K19 is not a universally loved game. <laughs> we have had some in the past, NBA 2K16, for example, that really was. NBA 2K and of course 2K11, 2K12 back back in those times too. Uh, NBA 2K19, like we talked about, much better story mode. Uh, you know, great franchise modes. Two of them, really three, if you want to take my GM and and strip out the the story element to it. Um, strong online play, uh, which has improved in recent years. The the servers and everything are a little more consistent. A uh, lot of variety to their online modes. A lot of different ways to play, both offline and online. The one caveat, of course, is the uh, the monetization, which really wasn't changed much at all from the previous year, despite uh, the complaints. But 2K is just so good gameplay-wise and feature-wise that it's able to overcome that still. Rich, talk to me about NBA 2K19. Yeah, I mean, to me, that's not even close. And I'm a big fan of a lot of the games this year. NBA 2K19 blows the doors off of everybody else in terms of what it offers to different kinds of people. If you just want to be that guy who has has your guy out in the neighborhood and you're just you're just doing that whole thing, there's a tremendous amount of opportunity for you there. If you are an old school I just want to play my franchise and just play the games and run my rosters and make trades and draft free agents. You can do that. And, and it's deep and legitimate. And not only can you do it, but you can do the way that I do it. Brian, as I've talked about where I'm playing that, that's my go-to mode right now. And I'm playing, yeah, the Boston Celtics. I set the quarters to 12 minute quarters I go through the sim cast then I sim till about halfway through the third quarter. And then I pick it up from right there, no matter where I am. And I've got the play art turned on, which we had the, uh, which we had Dazar on the show when the game came out. And I said, give me a couple, two or three 
ideas so that I can get smarter at this game. He said, turn on the play art. I turn on the play art and it just completely transforms my experience. I know what players are going to do. I know when they're going to cut. I know when they're going to try to set a pick. You just see it. And then the game completely opens up in a way that I've never really experienced before. I play NBA 2K19 every day when I can. And I and I played multiple multiple modes. And I again from from its the quality of gameplay to the variety of gameplay to the presentation, it just no other game compares to it. Does it have its faults? Absolutely. But it's so much bigger and better than every other game. To me, this was a no-brainer this year, and I'm glad that enough people saw fit to to vote uh, accordingly to make it the, the game of the year. Because I've played them all this year, and NBA 2K19 crushes the competition, in my opinion. Hmm. Uh, Daniel, I want to uh, assure you that your votes were counted. <laughs> this is the third game, or the fourth game, the fourth game in the top three that you did not vote for. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> that is correct. But yes, once again, I'm not surprised. Um, NBA 2K is, I think, the co- most complete package of all the sports games this year. Um, as Rich said, there's there's something for everyone. Um, I find it it's a difficult game for me personally. And I've, um, I'm actually playing it the same way Rich is, thanks to Rich and Bazaar, who have helped me out a little bit, because I kind of, over the last few years, I felt a little bit um, left behind. Like, I, I, I just, it, the game was passing me by. It was, it's very complicated for me, mm. personally. And I, I like basketball. I'm a basketball fan, but, um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not huge into running plays and things like that, really. Uh, you know, I just want to jump in and have some fun. So playing it the way Rich plays it, I've, I've really found enjoyment in it. Um, the park, as much as I've kind of wanted to get into it, it's just it seems so overwhelming to me. Um, but like Rich said, there's something for everyone in that game. Um, and I think if you were to buy one sports game and one sports game only for the year, that this would probably be the one that could – that you could spend the most time on on playing playing it in completely different ways throughout the year i mean it's it's it feels like it's like five video games in one really you know if you really break it down so i can totally see it it's it's the complete package the presentation i think is unmatched um i don't think there's another sports game out there that even comes close to the presentation and and the um detail the sheer detail of this game has. So I, I get it. I totally, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, none of these games made my list, which is uh, once again, it, it speaks to Rich's point that they there were a ton of really solid sports games this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, it shows. Yeah, an odd year. You didn't have any of those in there, but but yeah, you can still recognize what they were good for and. And uh, we'll we'll get to what you actually had on your list in a little bit, so you can talk about your your games. Uh, TJ NBA Two K nineteen. I think you you seem to take to it a little more this year than in the past. Yeah, this was the year that uh, the NBA Two K series really clicked for me. Uh, unlike these guys, uh, I dove headfirst into my career to start with, and that's the main thing I've been playing. And I think I've realized that my problem in the past was. I've always been trying to jump into, you know, full games and 
not knowing how the players are going to react and stuff like that. And the biggest thing, I think the biggest problem for me always in the past was all these guys have different shots. So you have to learn all their timings. And then if you're just playing like games with friends, it's like, all right, well, I just kind of learned that team's timing. Now I got to learn this new team's timing and everything. Uh, so yeah, playing my career has really got me better into just like the basic overall controls of a game and the way it plays. Uh, and the the basketball of basketball, like which way you run your plays and stuff. I actually still don't use the play art. I should probably turn that on at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, 2K19 is a really good game. It sucked me in. I think I will now be a definite every year purchaser uh, of 2K. The microtransactions are a huge pain in the butt. Um, I think if I played my park more, I would have ended up spending a lot of money. But the the real thing I don't like about their microtransactions is that it's all just so baked into everything. Mm. Like, if I, I want to play in my park. I'm editing my career guy, which made me feel real dirty because I went from, like, a 63 to an 82 after 20 bucks and, like, one day in the NBA. Uh, and that was kind of weird, but... That's how it works in real life, though, TJ. Yeah, pretty much. No, the way it works is you take the thing and then you can train longer and harder to become better. You don't just take something and magically hit home runs. Different conversation I was I've having. I've heard of something like that before. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and their presentation is on point. Uh, I don't know about you, uh, and I know this guy rubs people the wrong way. Uh, I've recently become a huge, huge fan of Bill Simmons. I listened to damn near everything on the ringer. Uh, and I was, was I drafted by the Celtics? Or I pick, I think I picked the Celtics uh, to play on. And you hear him come chime in with uh, some commentary every once in a while uh, when you're in Boston. Uh, Can we talk commentary that, for a second, by the way? Yeah, okay. I was going to say, they do uh, that really well. <laughs> the, the commentary, this is just, this is one of the best examples of how NBA 2K completely embarrasses its competition. The commentary, and I don't, I I could care less about commentary. We've talked about this before. Most of the time I play these games, I'm on the treadmill listening to podcasts or something like that. Although with both FIFA and NBA 2K, I, I spent a lot of my non-treadmill gaming time playing them as well. The commentary in NBA 2K19, it's a different team every night. And the commentary is excellent. It's like five or six or seven different people. Every game is different. That's ridiculous. And it's awesome. I just, I got to mention that. It, and yeah. no one else comes close to doing it. It's really and, and, and one of the things, guests, oh, good. Yes, people or guests, guests come in and to speak. And it's, and it really matches of what's really going on in, in your season or in that. Yes. In that economy that you're in right now. It's, 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 and it's, it's, and it's, again, it's like five, six, seven different analysts. Right. It's not it one or two. It's very organic. And oh my gosh, actually, it's so good. The fact that you notice it, because usually I'm the same like you, Rich, I kind of tune it out in a way. I don't really even pay attention, but I, I notice it. And that, that alone tells you that, okay, they're, they're doing something right here. <laughs> Yeah, and I think one of the things is, uh, like with all the guest commentary and stuff, they're talking about stuff that is related to the game, but it doesn't have to tell you, like, everything that is going on as it happens in the game, which a lot of sports games do, and which is kind of why I cannot listen to sports on the radio, because they don't have, like, 
when you're watching a game on TV, well, you know what is happening. Sports so, on the radio is only in an emergency, right? It's like, oh, the game is on, but I gotta go to the store. Like that's the only time even you now, ever listen you, to sports on the. You can stream now, find a stream of the game, but yeah, yeah but if it is uh, last, last, you know, worst case scenario, right? Yeah, exactly. But, but the the reason is because when you're listening on radio, they have to tell you like the pitch is up and in, and the guy's running a little bit to the right in right field. But when you're watching the game on TV or right. know, playing the game. You see what's happening. They don't have to be talking about that. They can be talking about other stuff that is related, but doesn't have to be like he dribbled it over here, he passed it over there. It's like I I see that well, you don't. Have it's to... not. Yeah, half the time it's not related at all. They're just going off on tangents. I mean, and uh, especially in baseball, they're just talking, you know, telling stories and stuff half the time. Or mm-hmm. uh, or you know, if you got like Jeff Van Gundy, he'll go off on his his own rants. Uh, that have nothing to do with what's happening at the moment sometimes. So yeah, you're right. It is it's a difficult balance, but it's like how do how do they produce that? It's 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 tough. NBA 2K okay. definitely at least gives you the most in terms of variety and and uh they go off on their own directions at certain points also. And by the way, can I just rave like I told you I'm playing as the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics are one of the most fun video game basketball teams I've ever played. They are just mm. oozing with talent everywhere. Kyrie Irving, you can hit threes with him. You can drive with him. He makes amazing passes. You got Jalen Brown, who can dunk and he can hit the three. You got Gordon Hayward. You got Jason Tatum, uh, who is amazing <laughs> to play with. You got Al Horford, who who is a center who can dominate down low and hit threes. I just love. I do all sorts of crazy stuff. That's another thing. Like, you know, I'm able to dunk and i'm able to hit threes and i'm able to do alley oops like i'm not playing that super conservative scared style that i used to play with nba 2k because the controls were overwhelming i've figured this out like i don't know if they've simplified things or i just because i play it five six times a week again i play for 30 45 minutes right it's not like i'm playing hours and hours and days and days but I am, and of course, a lot of it has to do with the Celtics are good, but I am just having a blast just playing the game. I'm able to do stuff, and part of the fun is in, in a sports game when you're able to be successful, and, and in a basketball game, that means hitting threes, it means dunking, it means driving to the lane and getting fouled. You know, It means all of those things. I'm able to do all of that in NBA 2K19 much more than I've ever been able to do it. It's just, man so much fun to play and 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 dunk and, and hit those threes it's great yeah and i i think another thing that's really good about that they do really well is the difference between from player to player you can actually feel especially playing totally my yes. career yeah uh like i'm maybe playing right now in a game against the the timberwolves i also play like i said i play for the celtics and i feel bad though because i moved i'm the power forward uh, so I kicked Tatum to the bench, uh, but I'm going up against uh, Carl Anthony Towns right now, and I know this game is going to be really hard because he's really, really good, and even if I play good, he's still going to do good because he's really, really good, and those players you know, succeed even when they're playing against uh, good players, but then I know once that bench guy comes in, I'm just going to dominate on him for a little bit, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like not a lot of other sports games give you that. Like, I feel like when you're playing Madden, it's like, okay, that cornerback is really good against this wide receiver, but the wide receiver is probably going to win or I'll be able to get the wide receiver open. So it's not really going to be a thing. 
uh, yeah, I, just just the one on one matchups and and how the players interact with each other, I think, uh, is one of the better parts of of two K. All right, so number of games that that didn't make the list, obviously, or uh, were. Uh, didn't receive any votes uh, include the likes of uh, MLB the show 18, which is probably the most shocking one kind of tells you the sentiment towards the game this year, uh, because I, I can't remember a year where the show didn't at least make the top three, if not the top two or win it. Uh, it's always in the mix. And especially from the likes of you, TJ, who consistently would give it uh, probably your game of the year, most years. And then uh, the only, only one person had had the show anywhere on their ballot. And that was Daniel. Daniel, what what are your thoughts on on the show this year? Why did you rank it number two? And then we'll get to TJ to uh, to give his thoughts on why he didn't uh, put it in his list anywhere. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, the show a lot this year. I I really based my top three and even I did an honorable mention um, my top four really uh, on on time spent on the games and MLB the show was way up there. Um, it feels like it. <laughs> It, it was ages ago when it released, so it almost doesn't feel like a game of this year, but it was, obviously. And I, I spent a lot of time playing the way I like to play, Diamond Dynasty. Um, I played a lot of offline Diamond Dynasty, and I think maybe that's why I have it so high on the list, because I know a lot of people didn't enjoy the online play too much and, and the constant changes to the game that they made. Um, but I spent a lot of time playing MLB The Show this year, and I really enjoyed all the things I could do in Diamond Dynasty, uh, the variety of cards um, I really enjoyed. Um, I, I like the fact that I didn't have to feel like I had to spend a ton of money in order to get a competitive team. Um, that's, one, that's a big thing for me in these uh, card collecting games. I like to... I like to be able to 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 play them uh, even without spending a ton of money and 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 feel competitive. Uh, feel like I can build a decent team just by playing the game. And MLB the Show did that for me this year. It, it kind of hit a hit a sweet spot for me. I spent a ton of uh, time on it, and uh, yeah, I had it pretty high on my list. I'm I'm really surprised that it didn't make the top three. I really am. TJ, your th- your thoughts on the show this year? Yeah, uh, based off of the contingency of voters, I'm surprised actually that it didn't get higher as well. Because uh, I think I'm probably the only person that plays a lot of these games online as much as, uh, or at least more than more than everybody else. And offline, you know, everything sounded great. Every, the gameplay was good. Uh, everybody that I saw that was playing like franchise mode and stuff, they were having a good time. Uh, but I've I've been so drained from franchise over the last couple of years and wrote to the show, which they added some some nice little stuff in there this year. But the the online, especially in Diamond Dynasty, was like a real problem so much so that I think I was trying to look. I think I stopped. I pretty much stopped playing the show Cold Turkey uh, in like the end of June, the beginning of July. And the show is usually a game that. I would still be playing multiple hours a night tonight uh, as we record our game of the year podcasts. But yeah, the online, the hitting was just not great, uh, especially stuff that, you know, in the the streams, like leading up to release. Hey, we made it so contact hitters hit well online this year. And that 
that wasn't a thing. It was still, you know, if you don't hit a home run, there's you're you're not going to score runs. Like guys like Joey Gallo were the best players to use. It actually seemed like they were the best players to use because their uh, their PCI, the thing you line up to hit the ball, was so small that if you made contact, you just like automatically hit a home run with it. Uh, and people with big ones there was a lot more variability into their hits, but that mainly just meant they were going to ground out or pop out and not get solid contact. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think offline, it was still a good game, which is, yeah, which is why I thought I would have thought more people would have had it on uh, their list from this group, but it's still good, but just not at all in the way I want to play. And hopefully 19, they can bounce back. They just did a. They just did an alpha. I think it, it's over, as of this recording. Um, yeah, it's an alpha. But I'll tell you, based on the reaction I've seen to it, the most common, uh, the most common. Well, they're not comment, supposed to be saying anything, Brian. I know, you should. I know, but I read. I read I don't Twitter. Getting blocked. I read Twitter. I didn't even play them. You're, you're about to talk so. about it. Uh oh. Uh, people on on Twitter, uh, saying that they couldn't tell a difference really at all between the show 19 and 18 but it's an alpha i mean that's what it is so uh hopefully the changes are more dramatic because it seems like people want that rich mlb the show so i have no complaints about mlb the show i just didn't like it as much as the other three games in my top three list i played it for months uh played a full season the way that i always do which is to be the Mets and then player lock on Ioannis Cespedes uh, for the first three at-bats of the game and then open it up and play the rest of the game from the sixth or seventh inning on. No, Again, no complaints. Perfectly enjoyable game. I struggled hitting. That's not exactly the first time that's ever happened. Right? We've talked for years. There have been games, there have been versions of the show where I was able to hit better and versions of the show where I've not been able to hit as well. This is one where I was not able to hit as well. I've always been pretty good at pitching. So, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, it just didn't make the top three. If I had to list five, it would have been in the top five, uh, but it wasn't in the top three. But I, I can't point to anything as, oh, it wasn't, I didn't like it because of this or I didn't like it because of that. That wasn't the case. I, I played it. It just, the other games in my top three, I enjoyed more. That's all it came down to. Rich, uh, Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 got some got a got a fair amount of votes. Actually, finished outside the top three, but uh, but a, a, a few people obviously love the game. You're one of them, and Daniel is as well. Rich, talk about uh, Pro Evolution Soccer first. So this year, I had it uh, on my top three, but at the very top, so it was number three. So I'll basically just go ahead and say that. Love Pro Evo. Everyone who's listened to the show for the last three or four years at least knows how Pro Evo has been my game every year. And it was my game again this year. But again, very similar to MLB The Show, it wasn't good enough to be number one or number two this year. The gameplay is wonderful. When I'm playing soccer in Pro Evo, I enjoy every moment of it. I know I'm going to sound like everybody else in the world, uh, but even with the kits that I download, when you play 100 and 125 games like I do, after a while you get tired of playing in the same stadiums all the time. Mm. And and you get tired of of 
the non-licensed stuff. It just does, at least for me. And the the sublime gameplay was not enough to vault it into the top one or, or two. A couple of years ago, it was number one. Last year, I think it was number one, if not number one, number two. This year, it was number three. Love it. Love it. I don't have a complaint. I would recommend that everybody play it, but it did not uh, not get to number one or number two. All right, Daniel, this was your number one game. Tell me uh, what you loved about Pro Evolution. Absolutely. Uh, and it wasn't even close for me personally. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now, Rich and I are very similar in one way and, and also very different in another because I play these games in a very specific way, much like Rich. Now, that way is a lot different than Rich plays his games, but I found something this year in Pro Evil that I really enjoyed. I played My Club, which is their card collecting mode. Um, but I've also dabbled in, in the other modes, um, such as Master League, which is really an in-depth you know, franchise mode. Really good. Um, I just checked on Steam. I, I play Pro Evo on PC mostly, although I also own it on PS4. Um, I've spent almost 120 hours playing Pro Evolution Soccer this year. That's just on PC. I probably spent another 40 to 50 hours on PS4, mm. and I absolutely love it. And and I really, as if you want to talk licensing, I should not like this game because my hometown team, the team that I grew up rooting for got pulled out of the game last minute. Um, Borussia Dortmund, which signed a deal with FIFA mm. literally maybe maybe weeks before Pro Evo came out and it was one of their licensed teams. So even with all of that, I, I, I just, I can't see past the incredible gameplay. The gameplay is so good. Once you get on the pitch, it is phenomenal. And I, I personally like the presentation a lot. I like the way the stadiums look. Um, I like the way the player models look. And I just love the way they act. And I love the way they, they, um, they feel on the, on, on the pitch. Um, the different amount of animations these players have and the different ways you can pass the ball, it's just unbelievable. And that is the one game when I... When I have time to play every night, that's the one game I usually launch first, and that's the game I play. And much like FIFA or really any soccer game, it's a great game to just pick up and play. You can get into a game at 20 minutes, you're in and out, and I've just had so much fun playing Pro Evolution Soccer this year. Um, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that I found, I found this game. I've always played it, but I've never played it to the extent that I did this year, this year and I'm really happy that I... I really, uh, you know, dove deep into this this year because um, I see myself playing this all the way until the launch of Pro Evo 20, I guess. Um, I'm not even close to getting tired of it. So, yeah, <laughs> that was my number one sports game of the year. All right, TJ, talk to me about your number one game because you placed it at number one, but no one else had it on their ballot higher than three. That would be, uh, I don't even know what I put. You, I think it was Madden. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> yes, we, you, you told us before the show that you forgot your list. But yes, you're correct. That is the number one. 
for you? Because yeah, my 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 one and two uh, are kind of interchangeable. Um, uh, yeah, Madden was number one for me. Uh, I've actually been really loving uh, Ultimate Team this year. They've been they've been rolling out good content uh, promotions and stuff. Uh, specifically, where you don't have to spend money to get uh, some very high end cards. This was a big year for me. I either because of uh, modes not being good or me being a more frugal uh, purchaser, I have not spent a lot of money uh, on packs this year uh, in many games. Uh, and Madden really allowed you this year to build a really good team, uh, an ultimate team, without spending a bunch of cash. I'm still kind of upset that we haven't played, uh, we haven't done our CFM. I think you're supposed to set that up, and you never did again. <sighs> I, it's been set up, and I sent you invite months ago. But you no, that was like a test it. league, and then we rediscussed this like last week that we were going to do another one. Oh, we then, did have that conversation, and then you never set that up either. So obviously, you're very uh, excited to play Madden. <laughs> I yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm not sure there's a whole lot of uh, anticipation and with Madden right now, but that's you know, you're loving Ultimate Team. That's fine. Yeah, I think the gameplay has been the gameplay has been pretty good. I know there's still you know people online that complain about stuff. Again, that's usually at like the super highest level, uh, complaining about stuff. But yeah, they have the daily objectives, and I find myself uh, going to my parents' house uh, at lunch because they live right near my work. And since I have now two Xbox Ones, uh, I go over there. I do my daily objectives in Madden. So it's probably the game I've played the most. I think I have something like. I think I got to be close to the thousand solos done in Madden. Oh, that's another thing. They, uh, the majority of the solos this year have been more of the moments based, uh, where you just have to like accomplish something or play like the last couple of minutes and not a lot of full game ones, uh, which was always a problem in some of the, uh, some of the promotions that I did last year where it'd be like, Hey, do these, you know, 20 solos, but they're not moments. They're play four minute games. And, those aren't fun because all you have to do is, you know, you score your first touchdown, you force a fumble, and then you just try to run out the clock the whole half. And that's mm. definitely yeah. not, not fun. So, uh, yeah, I thought Madden was, thought Madden was really good this year. Again, nothing, no game this year. I felt really like jumped out at me. Uh, but Madden did a very good job of keeping my attention and making me want to play it every day. Well, that's good. You know, my, my review of Madden going back was, didn't feel great about it. I thought it was an average-ish Madden, uh, but they had done some things which would potentially uh, give it a little more longevity, and it sounds like that was the case for you at least. Uh, Daniel, you also had Madden in your rankings. Yeah, I echo everything TJ just said. Um, I, I played Ultimate Team exclusively, and of all the sports games, I think this was probably my favorite card collecting team building mode i think they really did a great job in um not forcing you to spend a ton of money on uh, to get a competitive team there was a ton of content um i almost exclusively played ultimate team offline actually and i really enjoyed it um i i've built a pretty decent team doing that and just like tj i i don't know if i'm close to a thousand solos but hundreds and hundreds for sure uh they rolled up rolled out a lot of good promos were with a clear path to you know certain cards that you could get and i really enjoyed that um the gameplay was was pretty good like tj said 
I wouldn't say it's it would blow you away or anything like that. Um, but the way they structured these offline solos and things like that, it didn't really get too stale. The grind didn't feel like uh, a massive grind, really. Uh, most of them were pretty fun. And oftentimes, if I did get a new new card, um, I had a, a lot of fun trying it out in, in one of the new solos or whatnot. So uh, yeah, Madden was definitely um, way up there for me this year as, as far as time spent on the game. And I, by the way, I played it on PC this year. Um, which it, it made its return to PC, I think, from a few years. Um, and it looked good. looked really good. It played really well. Um, pretty happy about it. Yeah, so just kind of interesting, though, that uh, last year's winners, Madden and the show, did, did not make the top three. Uh, and NBA 2K bounced back after a, it was a pretty down year for NBA 2K last year. Um, other games that did not receive any votes we had the likes of nba live 19 nba playgrounds 2 mutant football league the tennis games the golf club 2019 anything surprise you there rich well i think no i mean nothing nothing surprised me i i, I you know i we've we've talked a lot about something like forza horizon 4 which despite getting completely over the top review scores um it was not on anybody's list i'm not surprised i mean it was technically on cat bailey's list and and um so i you know i don't think people that actually reviewed that game even played it because after like six hours it, it completely fell apart strange strange thing that was a surprise not from the sort of the games uh, on the list perspective but uh that that whole the, the whole forza horizon situation this year which is surprising to me that that was my biggest sort of surprise from that yeah if you want to consider it in as a sports game and tj you did you had it marked down you're damn right i did i had a lot of fun playing forza horizon and uh, <laughs> i'm excited to play more uh, i did a weird thing and it's probably based on this weird thing that i'm going to explain right now it probably shouldn't have been on my list uh but what i did was uh, i got games pass for a month from there's like xbox rewards or something like that xbox live rewards you get points for doing stuff like bing searches sounds familiar yeah. uh i don't use bing but apparently I, I had enough points to get uh get a month of that and i played forza a lot in that month and now forza is one of my christmas list games uh that i'm picking up so i haven't played it in like two weeks but i really had a lot of fun and i like the variation uh of all the races and the cars and I, I just really enjoyed it. I don't know what happened at that magical six hour mark for people. Uh, people, I know people were like getting confused in the, in the menus or not the menus, like on the map, trying to figure out uh, what to do next. I always just used the little uh, thing that called me sausage in the past uh, <laughs> to, uh, to just tell me where to go next. And I, it always sent me somewhere good. I always had a good time and, I've had to kick some people off Xbox Live because their their uh their drivatars are kind of jerks. But other than that, I've had a ton of fun. Named it my number three game of the year. All right, so uh, let's finish it up. Any honorable mentions? I know Daniel had one you wanted to mention. I'll mention one. Not a traditional sports game, but I really liked Laser League, and I almost wanted to uh, to put it in in my rankings, uh, but I did I didn't obviously, but uh laser league was really cool really unique 
uh, game, if you want to consider it a sports game, it kind of like a what could be a futuristic sport in, in theory. Uh, and it was free on Games Pass, I think. Uh, and so that's how I discovered it. And we talked about it either on a Press Row podcast or on a, a Dodcast, Rich, or on both. I don't remember. But Laser League, if you got the opportunity to try it out on, on any of the systems, uh, especially if you can do so without having to pay for it, you can try it out. It's actually it's pretty fun. And you play online, but you don't ever really uh, interact with those people. So that's one of the one of the bonuses. Again, of course, that I, I've said about FIFA earlier as far as you know an online type experience where you don't really have to deal with people or deal with them much or for very long uh is preferable laser league pretty cool in that way uh daniel talk to me about your uh you you had mentioned one yes yeah, so real quick laser league that's a great call that's a great call i spent a lot of time playing that game as well i even streamed it a few times and yeah that, that is a that is a really fun game and it's it's a very simple game to pick up but it has a lot of nuance there's a mm-hmm. lot of or, you know, to get really good at it. Um, my honorable mention is a game that's not a new game by any stretch of the imagination, but it's a game that I kind of revisited this year and fell back in love with thanks to my son who started playing it, and that's Rocket League. Still very relevant uh, very three or four years later, yeah. Yes. Um, I actually just recently watched some kind of, I'm not really into the whole esports scene, but I, I watched a big tournament I think they held in Vegas and I watched a bunch of these professional players um, compete against each other. And they're, they, they're on, they're on another planet when it comes to playing this game, uh, the type of things they can pull off. Uh, but yeah, my son started playing this on the Nintendo switch. Um, we own this game now, I think on three platforms and I have to totally gotten back into it. Um, they have a, a rocket pass. I believe that's what it's called. It's sort of a like a season pass, similar to what they do in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can unlock different cars and antennas and wheels and things like that, cosmetic items. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying playing Rocket League quite a bit. Um, even discovered a uh, that there's offline game modes such as like a season that you can play co-op. So I've been playing that with my son, split screen co-op Rocket League, and you kind of go through like a season with with standings and everything so it feels very much like a sports game um really really enjoy rocket league again again it's a game that where the gameplay is so tight that it's it's just it's so fun to play really it's it's a difficult game but it's really fun so that's that made my honorable mention tj do you have anything you want to talk about uh as we wrap up the show here Uh, i've got two one uh Technically, a t- my 2017 game of 2018. Uh, I got really big into Golf Clash on mobile. Uh, it's like one of those real simple, you know, you pull the you swipe down to pull back your club and let go and the ball flies mm-hmm. away. Uh, really fun pick up and play uh, mobile golf game. It, it kind of felt. Uh, oh, what's that game? Hot Shotsy. It felt a little Hot Shotsy. Uh, so if you like that, you might like this uh, mm. in in a phone version, kind of. Maybe not. I don't know. I think I think if you'll pick it up, you'll have a little bit of fun with it. But mobile sports games, I always pick up, and then after like a couple of weeks, I play it way too much, and then I never play it again. So uh, that's been yeah. uninstalled. <laughs> uh, also, back to Candy Crush, which is a great game. Oh boy! All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. 
No, well, I have, did you I have, have one more? more? Yes, yeah, I have on. one more. Uh, I just checked my Steam. Uh, I have played 389 hours of Out of the Park Baseball 19. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Technically, uh, I re- I recuse myself from voting for Out of the Park Baseball 19. Uh, but it's yeah, we're really not we're really not judging PC games here. Buddy. Yeah, because this yeah. game's better than everything else. It would be unfair to the rest. Um, yeah, really good. Uh, some great additions this year. Uh, shopping multiple players and retaining money and all that stuff and trades is very interesting. Uh, I just ended up uh, just wrapped up my Angels franchise uh, where I won the World Series. And I was like, I'm out of here. We did it. We can't do anything better than that. Uh, the addition of perfect teams. Really cool. Uh, I like Perfect Team a lot because when I play Ultimate Team and I have a problem and I yell at developers, they don't do anything. But when I play Perfect Team and I yell at developers, they might do something. <laughs> That's a very true statement. That's so funny, but it's funny because it's true. Uh, so, so I, guess, I guess that's a little bit unfair, but uh, yeah, I had a ton of fun with that this year. And I'm not, not I'm not only uh, the president, I'm also a member. What is what did that guy used to say on the Hair Club for Men? <laughs> Here's a client and the president and. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not only a community manager. I'm also. You can take all that with a grain of salt. Rich, uh, close us out with any of your final thoughts. Well, I think I'll I'll end where I started. It was a great year. Uh, my top three were FIFA. Excuse me, Pro Evo, then FIFA as number two, and then number one was NBA 2K. I play those games all the time, and I also play other games too. But I really. You know, this this year I, I played uh, a lot of sports games, not just on the treadmill. You know, we've talked in years past how I'm always playing sports games on the treadmill. But like when I get that 45 minutes at night before I go to bed, what do I play? Sometimes it's a action game. Sometimes it's a, a telltale game. Sometimes it's it's it's, you know, something different. But for the last few months, it's been a steady diet of NBA 2K and FIFA. I just really am in a great place with those two games, playing my franchises in multiple years and and just having a great time. So I thought it was a great year. I'm really going to, I'm over the holidays, I got some time off, going to play some VR, going to play some Rocket League, going to play some, some, some games I haven't played in a while as well. But I'm going to keep playing NBA 2K and FIFA because they're so good. And it's just a, it's a great time to be a sports game fan, at least in my opinion. So that's uh, that that's that's where I think I'll end right where I started. It's a great year, 2018. I'm I'm looking forward to 2019 in a big way. All right. Well, thank you to all our listeners, of course. Uh, thank you for for sticking with us through 2018. Uh, Rich Grisham, Daniel Basil and TJ Lowerman appreciate you spending time. With me, Brian Weedai Pasta Padre, here on our Sports Game of the Year episode. Press Row Podcast will be back uh, in early 2019. Thanks, everyone, again. Take care till then. <laughs>